0: I get to be so lucky to be the spokesperson for the love that we have for this art, mm-hmm. um, and it's just so nice to see all my friends um, stop their whole lives for years to help me achieve my dream. Fears, 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 fears. Weather, fears. Food, fears.
1: Hello, 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 welcome to EW's Quick Drag. I'm Joey Nolfi, Entertainment Weekly's RuPaul's Drag Race reporter, coming to you with the first official State of the Union address from the newly crowned president of drag, Sasha Colby herself, who is our special guest on the podcast today as she gives her very first coronation interview moments after her season 15 victory, touching on why she wanted to perform her final lip sync, nearly nude, her message to anti-drag and anti-trans legislators, as well as an emotional moment she reflects on the support from her friends and collaborators who helped make her dreams come true. Stay tuned for our interview with Sasha Colby coming up next. Joey, Sasha, here we are. I know, full circle. Congratulations, first of all.
0: Thank you. I
1: think you might be the first person to win Drag Race while naked. How does that make you feel?
0: Um, exactly how I wanted it to be. <laughs> like, I, it was a, it was a, like a specific. Choice to be naked in this times. Yeah, um, I wanted them to see what they're trying to eradicate, because they're probably eradicating it because they're attracted to it. Like the only way you could feel upset with something is if if it, it evokes a really strong feeling in you, and usually that feeling is less hid under hate. You know, like let me let me let me pull their pigtails on the the school ground but you really do like them, you know? And I think that's what they're really uncomfortable with. Cause real like a little disclaimer or a little tangent, I myself as a trans woman still get clocked. Like I walked in New York city yesterday and was like called a man walking the street. And it wasn't because anyone else thought I looked like a man. It's cause someone that got attracted to me got the dirt that I was trans. And that made them feel so uncomfortable that they had to say that i'm a man so every time they do that is them showing their own cards and showing them that they really just want to suck it
1: and i think that it was extra poignant as well because you opened up a lot about your religious background Mm -hmm. on the show and i know we had the goddess song Mm -hmm. the adam and eve imagery um so that I'm assuming was also a very conscious choice for you. Well,
0: to do. those, I mean, like me being God in heaven, that that was Marsha and the show. Like yeah. that was them assigning mm-hmm. me, but that was the universe saying, yes. Um, exactly. I, do, I I even looked back and thought, like, wow, this is kind of like very for someone who is um, not about organized religion, this is very religion oriented. Like For the finale, that was definitely me sinking into the fact that, yes, um, I cannot deny the fact that I was brought up religious, um, brought up in something that was very um, confining, yet it gave me a good moral background. It gave me a lot of good tools to be a good human to other people, and I can't deny that. And really, I mean, I think I said it in my Meet the Queens, like your Hawaiian goddess herself, which is why for me it just made sense because i always talk about for numbers like you have to have a beginning and middle and you have to have something that connects you you have to believe your performance if you're gonna let anybody in this audience believe it you have to sell it and for me i just i love to have everything i showed you in this finale uh a, a different interpretation of a goddess like medusa who was uh you know in like Greek mythology, who wasn't necessarily a goddess, she was a gorgon, and but she was a, a, a child of a, an Olympic god, and uh, even like this burlesque goddess, this like super hyper glamorous, divine, feminine. Uh, it, it gave me like glossy, uh, Ziegfeld Follies, mm-hmm. you know, it gave me like Esther Williams yes. and Hedy Lamar. Yes um i really wanted to tap into the fact that i really haven't been sasha colby i've been mother most of the season True. and i've never done brunch sasha colby <laughs> butt ass naked getting tips yeah. and this finale was me being butt ass naked mm-hmm. in my most comfortableness yeah which is my skin well because it seems like you do like that
1: whole mother mm-hmm. thing it's like i feel like a lot of people look to you and they want you to like they look at you as a maternal figure, like you're doing things for other people, you represent for other people. But I realized today, you are the first person who has won the American version of Drag Race, uh, who has won Miss Continental and Drag Race. So the two most premier drag pageants in the world. How does that make you feel for you? What kind of validation is that like for you and your life and your career?
0: It makes all my dreams as a child uh, come true watching Continental and being able to accomplish it and then watching while doing my career simultaneously with Drag Race and being able to watch it and then be a part of it. I think that was the most um, overwhelming thing that happened today. Like, I, I literally was in the shower the past couple of days and just thinking, like, randomly. I've been like what will I feel like if I don't win or if I do win? Like, what what will actually come out of me? And it was, in my head, kind of anticlimactic because it was just so personal. For me, like, it just was like, good job, well done. Like, you, for me, you accomplished the goals. Mm-hmm. You set your mind to something and you finished it. And you finished it well, and people are proud of you. Mm-hmm. But what it really means is, like, on a whole, like, with this legislation, and with everything happening, uh, for me to represent Drag Race, for me to represent such a, a huge conglomerate like MTV, and be exactly what they want to eradicate is so powerful. Um, I understand the, the 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 eyes on me, which is why I wanted to be naked. Yeah, I wanted to normalize this trans body.
1: Yes. I did want to get into that and also the message that you uh, said in your winter speech on stage you said this is for trans people of the past mm-hmm. present and future because we're not going anywhere mm-hmm. um, and again you already touched on this but like I mean you're on a network like MTV that is iconic and has been known for decades at a time when anti-drag anti-trans legislation is passing um, so why do you think that message to speak that message on this platform was important for you to say as the woman that you've evolved into today and all that you've gone through, and who do you hope that message, um, like who do you hope heard that message the loudest? Well,
0: I hope like the legislations and the people, I hope the allies actually heard it the loudest. I hope the allies heard it and uh, are proud to uh, defend us and are passionate to defend us. Like I was walking the street to, like yesterday, some beautiful like long gray haired Latin woman with an ice cream cone in the middle of like this heat wave in New York came up to me and just started crying, like started bawling in the middle of the street and said how much she watches Drag Race for the stories. And just, it's it's such an amazing humanizing thing to be able to show that your little thing that makes you happy um, can affect so many people. But as far as like this whole message of what I want to say with me being here is, um, I just want, I just, I have to be not selfish about this. Um, If you think too much, like, you want this, you want this, it's for me, it's my goal, I need to win, um, it gets watered down. Um, For me, I need to check myself. And I have to have, like, these, like, little pinpoints of, really, it's not, it's, it's, like, bigger than me. Like, I get to get the reward of having my life um, goal Mm -hmm. accomplished, but really, this has been bigger than me at this point with this political climate and I told myself um, while doing the finale that this wasn't trying to win this was me showing these people that want to silence us and, and and put us down that I, I just really wanted to honestly for lack of better words say fuck you to all of them yeah you know absolutely yeah
1: there is also though a power in you just succeeding and mm-hmm. doing what you want to do that's all like you I... have to do
0: that's all any of us have exactly to do. don't don't scream. Don't say how much they're hurting us. Just laugh, smile, look beautiful, make them fucking hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. Exactly um, like you're And then they will. You know what I mean? Like that's why. That's why. Well, I do want to talk about those
1: sort of individual points of success that you would like to do because mm-hmm. you, I, you know, I know you want to do acting movies. Mm-hmm. I believe at the finale you told Rue that you want to do your own TV show. TV shows. Uh, so, yes. like, what irons do you have in the fire for those kind of things?
0: Uh, well, I definitely am loving diving into music I think for myself as a stage performer as a drag performer in order for me to get a bigger audience and have people come and watch me which is my magic is on stage mm-hmm. um, I need to been, like validated by having like great music and having in my music and telling my stories because that's the thing that has made me succeed up to this point yeah. is, um, so that definitely music acting has always been something really, really deep in me. It's been something that, uh, I didn't know that I was good at it until someone else pointed it out, which was my dance director. He was like, you're, you're a great dancer, but you're actually a really, really good actress. And for someone that I admired telling me that gave me so much wings to spread. Um, I would love to have my own one-woman show. I would love to actually host um, Red Carpets and even do something along the lines of my Charo interview. and interview yes. celebrities. I really enjoy it. I mean, I'm a Leo, I'm a ham. <laughs> <laughs> so you're coming for my gig, is essentially what our... you're saying. It's
1: our gig, it's our gig, yes. Well, it's, it is funny because you are one of the only queens that I can remember during a season of people being like, oh, this is somebody who I can see like as Rue's successor. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just wondering how you feel reading stuff like that and seeing that people are sort of putting you on that level and... Rue, I think, clearly sees it too. So,
0: but definitely, Rue's not like trying to give me her job. No, the fact that I get a RuPaul seal of approval uh, is exactly why I wanted to join the show. Win, lose, or draw. What I really wanted was a long, a long thriving career, and the way that I saw myself getting there was getting a stamp of approval from RuPaul. And not only has she done that. Um, crowned me, but she really saw me in the whole filming. I didn't know. You know, like you get really nervous, you don't want to meet your idols. And uh, someone so special, um, so with, with such a long career, to be able to just look at you and see like the greatness in you, it'll take you miles. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: I do want to talk a little bit more about, though, um, the, the power that you felt in sort of stripping down under that, because it was such a big outfit. And then you yes. get the little... I'm, I'm wondering what the significance was of having the rod and yes. pulling that out and then leading up to the, you being so bare and, and naked yeah. with your
0: body. Well, for like, if... Okay, first of all, it was a work in progress, like all like this, even the snake... Everything was a work in progress. I even made more than enough costumes to maybe like switch when it was Mm -hmm. needed. And I just, all of a sudden things fell into place where like, oh, this would be perfect for this moment. The red would be perfect for the walk-on as far as the lip sync for the crown couldn't even like it, we couldn't even practice it. We couldn't even like say like, oh, if this was going to happen, because we didn't know like no one knew until it actually happened. But what I wanted. Because I know it's a lip-sync for the crown. Um, I just wanted to take up the whole stage, really. I mean, no shade to anybody (laughs) that was next to me, but I just wanted the other girl to be there. And it it was just this big thing. And it was actually, it's actually an old burlesque routine that I've seen um, by this amazing burlesque star. Her name is Modesty Blaze. She's a full figure. She looks like Sophia Loren, Mm -hmm. she's British. She actually did that. It's an old school corset gown uh, reveal. It's an old school burlesque. So I really wanted to take everything I do and do it um, correctly. You know, Mm -hmm. like even when I talk about Hawaiian culture, Mm -hmm. even if I don't know the Hawaiian culture, if I don't know what I'm even talking about, I make sure I give the right knowledge out to the world because it's my responsibility to not put fake news out there. Uh, So even... I mean, honestly that I, I sat on this for about fifteen years. We were gonna do this for Continental. Oh wow. But it wasn't right. And huh. we're like, this is too much, too yeah. reveals, and we ended up finally being able to use it for wow. this. So this isn't something you just like I mean, you perfected
1: it yeah, for dragons but it's Pinterest. something that's been cooking yeah, for right? a long
0: time. Like, I'm millennial, so I'm Pinterest <laughs> since since old school, and everything that I have been saving for the past, I don't know, 15, 20 years. Wow. Um, I was able, like, I literally was able to make all my Pinterest boards yeah, like,
1: come true. I mean, yes, if we're going to do one, th- two things, we're going to win a crown and yeah, fill our Pinterest Yeah, and
0: board. honestly, you never saw, like, me completely naked. You never saw mm-hmm. me be fully, like, in love with my trans self. And that's why I really wanted to show, like, yeah. this last hurrah. So this is, I mean, it really
1: is, uh, this is fascinating to me. It's really, like, what we saw. Is a culmination of the entire yeah. Sasha Colby experience if you, of the past.
0: If, if you sit down and read the book of Sasha Colby on season fifteen, it will make sense. It's that performance yeah, too. It, it really all just yeah. That's It'll amazing. Be a lovely ending.
1: What did did it? The context change at all when you watched it back versus performing it?
0: Um, no, actually, because you know, editing is great. <laughs> so they actually show the best parts of both of us, which yeah. there were parts as a perfectionist I was like oh gosh I hope that like looked right you know Mm -hmm. because when you're live you're in the moment the audience is seeing you Um, there's nothing to hide behind and even my friends are like but there's an edit that's going to make you both look amazing I'm like oh that is true so it was really nice to see uh, uh, Anitra and I both um, really just celebrated and honored in our best way you know like we're both just um, to our best ability. So you were more focused then
1: on yourself and like I, I cause I always wonder heading into the lip mm-hmm. sync or the final four or the final three or whatever it is, any season, if you sort of adapt your performance to mm-hmm. fit whoever you're going to go against. Mm-hmm. So did the performance change at all when you found out it was going to be a niche? No, were gonna
0: go um, against? whoever it was, it was going to be exactly what I, I was going to do. I knew who I was against. I was, in, I was against girls or not against girls. I was performing with girls that were 10 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And there are boppers and jumpers <laughs> and all that. And I knew I could sit in my experience. Yeah. And my brother, Gil Duldalal, who's uh, an amazing choreographer and uh, creative director for Janet Jackson, he told me at Continental when I won uh, to sit in it. Yeah. Like just sit in it and be the star. And that's what I. I'm like they can do whatever they need and all whatever flips, whatever lux or or mistress or Anitra we're gonna throw out. Mm -hmm. I was just gonna meet them with um, stillness and grace. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I also love that we did see flashes of Carrie in the audience watching you and
0: Soni and Kylie. Kylie. I was gonna
1: say Kylie as well. Um, So did you? And also, we know you're very close with Sasha Velour. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, Sasha and Kylie had such amazing lip syncs in their respective finales. We know you're the queen of lip syncs, but did you talk to them about doing, the, doing it in the context of a Drag Race finale?
0: Absolutely not. I didn't talk to anybody about this. I, I, I needed it to not be tainted with mm-hmm. nothing but what I needed to say. Yeah. I, I honestly just thought that I just really want to make them all proud.
1: And do you feel that you did? Yeah, yeah. Sisters. <laughs> um has Carrie texted you at all or called you since? I, don't know, I haven't since, been
0: able to look at my phone. Okay, you know? all right, all right. Well, but look, of course, my daughter has messaged me like many a times. Like all my kids have messaged mm-hmm. me about like good luck, good luck, good luck, yeah. good luck, team Sasha. Uh, I just can't wait. Um, I really just can't wait to see all of my friends uh, react to this. <laughs> yeah, I, was gonna say, you
1: t- I see you tearing up when you're thinking about
0: them. What, yeah. are, you, what are you thinking? About when I mean, I'm about part that. of a tribe I'm part of a, a whole um, team that has helped me. I get to be so lucky to be the spokesperson for the love that we have for this art. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so nice to see all my friends um, stop their whole lives for years to help me achieve my dream. And all they wanted was just for me to succeed and have fun today. And I am, it's so amazing (laughs)
1: it's so amazing I have to pause for a second because you're making me cry (laughs) Um, so um, we've talked about individual interests, you know, movies acting, this importance of this platform, but what do you want to accomplish with the title itself and where do you want things to go from here, what is next for you?
0: oh my goodness I feel now that I am America's Next Drag Superstar (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's my responsibility to uh, be a beacon of light and hope that Rue has been to so many people throughout the years Um, just for this year I get to be uh her little radiator I guess of like light, Uh, her furnace of uh, inspiration for little kids to want to put on a wig um, and lock themselves in their bathroom and play dress up um, because they feel safe. Mm -hmm.
1: That's wonderful. Anything else that you want to say about this whole experience?
0: Uh, If anything, I just want to say um, thank you all Team Sasha Colby because you all have really good taste. <laughs> Spoken from the reigning <laughs> You're officially the president of Dragon. We've been joking
1: about it all season Professor Colby Yes, yes. Well, congratulations Sasha and thank you for uh giving us this interview after your coronation. It's been amazing seeing you this season. Thank you, so.
0: Joey. It's been amazing to do this whole journey with you from yes, beginning I to know, end and <laughs> even before this, um Just seeing your face right now and seeing how happy you are for me just means the world. Great. I'm very happy for you. Wish you the best of (laughs) luck. Thank you. Let me go make another kid right now. All right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Quick Drag is hosted and produced by Joey Nolte and Jillian Cederholm, produced and edited by Sammy Junio, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.
0: There's weather. Cloudy weather. Ooh!